BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back, and we are recording uh, shortly after the victory over the Jets. We are recording this on December 18th at night, uh, 8 p.m. Central, and man, oh man, the Lions, 20-17 to 17 over the New York Jets in a wild Ooh. victory, a game that was ugly in a lot of ways uh, from both sides of the ball, but winning ugly is something that we love to see. Uh, so we'll dive into that whole game, this whole game uh, in a moment. But before we do, let's introduce the Bukuli crew this year. So I'm Big Z. Let's get the other two that are here. So we got UJ. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and Red Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So the Lions pull out a victory 20 to 17. They have fourth and inches, fourth and one. At midfield, we've seen this uh, play out a couple times this year, unsuccessfully for the Lions. But this time, late in the game, they draw up. A, <laughs> I don't know what UJ's doing, but um, anyways, Ben Johnson draws up a beautiful play action pass to a wide open Brock Wright, a Brock Wright that had missed uh, a 14 yard catch earlier in the game. Um, and he goes scampering for 51 yards into the end zone to take the lead. And the Lions defense just holds out just enough uh, for the Jets to miss a 58-yarder at the end of the game. And the Lions take it and move to 7-7. Seven and seven, And within, oh, they're so close to getting in the, the seventh spot in the playoffs. So, you guys, I mean, when, j- just uh, your reaction to that fourth and inches play. Just... Uh, and Ben Johnson and everything about it, really. It, Red Dog. It was kind of like, woo! <laughs> it was awesome, man. What a great play! What a we got a gutsy play, like to you know let it develop and just trust your O line and everyone to execute. And when all you need is inches and a QB sneak, should be the easiest thing in the world to get right there. Like, ah, oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, UJ, man, what do you oh, think man, about them I throwing out and going to sneak? 
Oh man, it was mm-hmm. it was great. But I, they talked to Brock right after the game, and uh, he's oh, we run that play a few times, you know, in a year, and we've done it a, a few times. And it just seemed like a good situation. Blah, 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 blah. Like they just real low key downplayed it, you know. But he executed that play to absolute perfection. If you watch it closely, you see the linebacker kind of eyeballs him, and he looks like Brock Wright is committed to the block, so he lets him go and breaks off to follow a, a, one of the receivers. And then Brock Wright releases, and he's just nowhere near, nobody near him. It was just well executed, so well done. Just a beautiful play at a beautiful time. It was beautiful. beautiful. I was thinking, where is Hawkinson? We need him so badly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might have been thinking of it for a second when Brock Wright dropped that one uh, early in that same drive. (laughs) Oh, no. But, um... Yeah, that was a beautiful throw by Goff, by the way. Uh, the one that he dropped mm-hmm. was a beautiful throw. It was a good throw. And Goff, you know, hey, he, I think he'll get downplayed in this game a bit. Then they suppose he didn't have a great game, but I, I think really he did. He did what smart quarterbacks do when in ugly games. You don't give the ball up. You, you protect the that ball. That was a difference. Was it was. Absolutely difference. was. And, and, if you look back on the, I think is uh, the Jets' last seven games, I believe they haven't allowed a 250-yard passer in like the last seven games. He went over 250 yards in an ugly game. So we took one of the better defenses in the league, and we we did okay. I mean, considering so, yeah, it was a good game by Goff. I said in the prediction episode that Goff is going to have a late touchdown drive to seal the game. Uh, you so did, yeah. I'm glad that came to the light. It wasn't exactly what I thought would happen, but you know, uh, I, you know, the, the dream is blurry a little bit before it occurs. But uh, sometimes I can misconstrue a few things. But nonetheless, I mean, just uh, yeah, uh, Goff, like the James Jameson Williams got behind the entire yeah. time. That that was a poorly thrown deep ball. Uh, yeah, and that was that was a killer to see. Um, I think but, he thought his guy. I think he he didn't think that guy could catch up. Wait, a uh, special public service announcement. Here's the defensive Jared Goff, no matter what he does, announcement. What do you mean defense? It was the bad ball. I'm not just saying, like, I think he thought this was one of those pitch and catch moments where you just don't mess up the throw because he's so wide open. You know, like, I don't think he really chucked that ball as much as he should have. Right. That should have been near the back of the end zone. Yeah, like he, he needs to gotta, push it deeper. I think he, he needs to he trust him that like Jameson Williams. Yeah, I think he needs to trust that Jameson Williams. Yes, he is that fast. He will catch up. To it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like last week, he didn't need to chuck that. He didn't need to risk, you know, overthrowing it out of the end zone or something. He just needed to put it on him. I think he thought he had the same kind of play now uh, again today, but didn't anticipate that corner closing like that. Mm-hmm. But I think you can anticipate him over- throwing a little further next time. <laughs> Hey, while we're on that subject, how do you feel about the way they're using Jamison Williams right now at the moment? Frustrating. Uh, more. I mean, I'm just curious. I, I mean, mean, we all want more. It's just, I mean, this smart. is what week three of his training camp. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, right. basically. Um, this is. I mean, they're using him like it's uh the preseason in a lot of ways. So, uh, like he he won't be full go to like. The, the fifth game they're like or, or, or there's three preseason games now so uh the fourth game maybe so I, yeah. I i think if the lions make it to the playoffs he's gonna have a bigger role but and in, in yeah. some ways they don't they don't they don't like 
need him need him, I guess. Uh, yeah, because he'll make things easier. I mean, the way this offense is designed is everybody touches the ball. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. Uh, eight different guys caught the ball today. That's par for the course. Is but ten different guys were targeted in this offense. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> unreal. We're like running well, a better was... version of the Saints offense than when we had Joe Lombardi, who was from the Saints. Oh, because well, I mean, we have Dan Campbell, and he comes from the Sean Payton coaching tree. Um, True. And this is very much uh, like peak kind of how how the Saints operated their offense in a lot of ways, getting you know stuff in the statue with a bunch of different guys getting involved, um, a lot of play action and, and things of that nature. Um, well, that's so that's a that, great thing though. That, I mean, it, no, it just you keep defense on their toes; they don't know where it's going. You know, they can't key on one guy all the time. You know? Absolutely. Oh yeah, that's how you can beat anybody. But uh. I was just saying the thing about Jameson is that Chark play when he had that real awesome crossing route for like 18 yards. Yeah. I couldn't help but thinking if, if Jameson's getting that play, he houses it because you see mm. he had a line. Like the dude caught him from behind. I don't think Jameson gets caught from behind there. Like I want plays like that from this kid. Like every shot, every time we go to him now, it's like a deep shot. And I like that actually. Like let him be the little uh, racehorse out there now. Go stretch the field for us, you know let the other guys hit the underneath and let his speed just scare the other team. And, and you can see that it would like, he's oh, he gets yeah. behind them so fast. Even hey, just though, one, though, just one comment on that catch though. Uh, Red Dog. It was just a pretty catch. It was, it was like he threw it right in his hip pocket and, and so casually caught it and brought it in and, and never Chark? broke stride. Yeah. It was really pretty catch on that one. No, I like Chark. That was a good play by him. Yeah. Just James is faster. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I I think we will see that at some point in the future. I don't know if it's this year or not. Um, but uh, a lot of fun. And he, he, I think we need to bring up somebody else that's he's been super low key. We don't, I don't think we talk about him enough. Um, but obviously with him getting the punt return for a touchdown, it, it, he's put more into spotlight this week. But Khalif Raymond. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Just a just a, a guy that just is constantly stepping up and contributing for this team. Uh, he's second in the league in punt return average, um, and second in receiving yards on the team too. So yeah. don't underestimate oh. his contributions to this team. Uh, I think part of that has to do with injuries and them having to step up more, but he he's done it. So, well, I don't know if you saw Campbell's press conference after the game, but he praised him just up and down, uh, Khalif Raymond, and gave him the game ball in the locker room too. And I'm uh, definitely recognizing his what he's done for this team. And call him an Iron Man. He's never missed. He hasn't missed a game. He's there at every practice, there, which is invaluable. And besides <laughs> his actual contributions on the field, I'm just the guy's always there. Really valuable. He's been oh, very yeah. valuable this year. Especially when we had we were missing most of the receiving core for a good chunk of the season there. Like he yeah. kept us kind of potent. But he's getting actual clutch catches these days too. You know, like when you need that first down or something, it's not just, uh, you know, I'm on Rod oh, anymore. Yeah. It's a, he's getting them too. So, yeah, he's becoming the, I, even even a bigger part of the offense as the season goes on, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he season. should low key be like going to the Pro Bowl, uh, the type of year he's having. Yeah. <laughs> Those type of con- contributions. Uh, I don't know if he has the, the name recognition, but he, he's been a beast pun returning. Yeah, I had a feeling he'd he'd take one to the house at some point the rest of the season. I just had a feeling I didn't I wasn't 100 percent sure it was today, but man, I'm glad it was. 
Whatever. Yeah, but how valuable was the defensive stop on that to set that punt return up, though? Guys punting oh, yeah. from the back of his end zone, you know. He had mm-hmm. to rush the punt. You know, it's obviously just shorter than normal punt and everything else. It, just, it was beautiful. He, had, he basically had to deke one guy out and, you know, score that touchdown. And then uh, Houston had an awesome block on that, too, wiping out the last Houston. guy to stop him there. It was really uh, awesome, awesome play. James yeah, Houston. Like uh, go ahead, Rodda. Go ahead. I was just added to one more point on Leaf. He's, he, he's in his interview at the end of the game, he was like, you know, uh, no returners ever dodged eleven guys. Uh, <laughs> eleven guys. He, he was like, he, he called out all his guys. I just love the humility and like th- he's an awesome dude. Absolutely, just another you know, a guy that just fits so perfectly in his team. team. Right. Yep. They, they, oh, I love it. It's a great locker room, even at one and six. Obviously, to have this type of turnaround, you need a great locker room um, and a good culture. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they seemingly have built here. Um, but there's still work to do, but uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But, I mean, flipping it to the defensive side uh, for the moment, James Houston, another sack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ties an NFL record for most uh, uh, games with a sack to start a career. Uh, that's wow. four straight games in a row with a sack. Which it was kind of a gift in this one. He was basically unblocked. <laughs> but, I <laughs> mean, a good player, hey, you, you got to finish hey. still. I know, and he did. He, the guy's amazing. He, he's he's unbelievable. Because how many unblocked so guys just like whiff on their sacks? So yeah, <laughs> it's still a tough thing to do. And Zach Wilson's mobile, uh, so he's not. It's not like he's in right. No, it was, it was a great right sack. There. A few um, good then, sacks in this one. Well, I, I want to say mm-hmm. welcome back, Romeo Aquara. Yeah, Romeo, yeah. Romeo, Romeo. Where for out there? We now know. <laughs> <He's> back. <laughs> What a! It was so great to see him back, man. If uh, if he can get back to that type of play that we saw before, wow! It looks like he picked up right Holy where he left off after mama. his ten sack season. Like, like oh, I like I. But I guarantee you, he has been doing this nonstop inside his mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just been yeah. I'm sure just doing nothing but simulating those moments and just learning and. And you could tell that by his effort and his rehab and everything, he just, what a flawless return. <laughs> like, one kind of nothing week, which whatever, and then I'd go off like a, with a performance like that. And he had some tackles on top of the sacks, like, mm-hmm. stud. I love it. Yeah, I'd like to comment, too, on the, the way they use their D-line in this game. Uh, oh, yes. they, they moved Hutch inside a lot in this game, and, and, he, and Hutch just eats people up because they're always double-teaming, and his effort is just, Stellar. I mean, it's he was great in the run game today, Hutch. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. He absolutely. I, you know, he didn't get any sacks, but man, he's just so effective in there. Usually, how about Kowalski that Ferrari bowl. package? Oh God, or whatever F- you call it. Fifty yeah. yards rushing uh, for the, the Jets today. If you told me the oh, Jets were well, gonna have fifty yards rushing, I would have been like, the Lions are winning this game by twenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, w- w- we can get to the back side of the defense in a moment, but uh. Rudd Dog, I think you had an extra point you wanted to throw out there. Oh no, I just wanted to talk about the Ferrari package or whatever you whatever you call it the 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 fast package with all those D linemen where you have Kaminsky and uh, Hutch on the inside with uh, Houston and Aquara on the edges, mm-hmm. like That's fun. Yeah. pinning their ears back in the end, like that they were awesome. a terror. I mean, 
uh, Wilson escaped with his life for that ridiculous play to throw, you know, for the near field goal attempt. But like, uh, you can just see the potential of that pass rush with those guys when you get those third and longs. It's so freaking awesome. Absolutely, absolutely, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun up front there. And Anzalone again, another great game by him. Yeah, uh, he yes. continues to be all over the field. Just now, Z, to watch I just want to say, all right. Mm-hmm. This should mm-hmm. be a lesson to you mm-hmm. not to give up on people too early, okay? I just had to throw that out there. Have a little I faith, wish Connor was on the pod right now. There. You need to <laughs> talk to him, too, about Aaron Glenn. You mean oh when he gives God. up on people instantaneously? One bad play, he's in. Start kicking him out, yeah. fire them all. Who <laughs> is this clown of the week? He was ready to fire Oh, Evan Brown. On his uh, yeah, right. Oh, my God. Well, that was a bad old call on the touchdown run. Yeah. Yes, that one was. I mean, oh. was that the one when he got his arms around? Was it Gardner who like uh he got caught holding? Gardner got in his chest and his arms went around his back. Is that there was two holding I calls? What was the one where one. he came out like? No, I think like that one. was a legit call though. That was holding. That's a different one. Yeah. He shouldn't. Uh, have. Oh, the other one. Okay. Yeah, I, the other one. But, hey, um, but you know what? It doesn't matter what the refs call anymore. This is Campbell <laughs> preaches from the beginning. No. Right? We 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 don't worry about the what the refs do. We don't. We can't worry about that. We got to beat them. We got to nah. beat everybody. So no excuses, boys. No excuses. And hey, boy, one more the point message on our... is getting in. Oh Go yeah. Ahead. One more point on our D line is uh, I think he deserves a lot of recognition. Like you have Lee McNeil who's playing well, kind of up to what we'd expect and hope for. But I can't help but noticing Isaiah Bugs. Yeah, he's like becoming a legit just kind of terror. Like he's knifes through that line and makes big plays in back to back weeks uh, near the in the I think it was to help stuff that. uh, That when we, you know, made him punt from their end zone, but he just Mm -hmm. gets into the backfield. He's he's got that wicked spin move. He looks like a legit stud. And I think that's a big reason why our run game is so effective right now. Hey Z, r- remind me how Bugs got on this team. Wasn't he an undrafted free agent? Was he? I'll have to look that up right now. I can't. Re- um, I can't remember. Uh, six round pick out of Alabama. We six round pick, or someone else did, and we signed him later. Um, I think someone else drafted now, him. We did not. Twenty nineteen uh, draft. Okay. All right. Um, we didn't draft Steelers. Him. Steelers. Uh, the Steelers drafted him in the sixth round in twenty nineteen out of Alabama. Wow. Oh, man. A great find. A great find. Absolutely. Now we get Jalen Carter, turn him into a backup. <laughs> <laughs> Carter will be the backup or, or, or a bug. You know what? I don't really care at this point. That's how good he's playing. <laughs> hey, the, the Lions move back a draft pick right now. Um they're they're sitting they're sitting at five uh because the Arizona um, lost, but I believe if the Rams win, they they'll move back to four. The the Lions would move back to four. I'm sorry if the Rams lose tomorrow night against the Green Bay. Um, Hard to but anyways, uh, Bay, but... focusing back on this game, uh, we talked about the D line, uh, the linebackers, but uh, I I I think we need to talk about the the uh, secondary in this game. Oh, it was, yeah, it was, we do. It was rough. Yes, and actually, they, they got away with a lot more because Zach Wilson is like, uh, he, he he just whips it 100 miles per hour and it either hits him or it goes like way over their head. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's got um, a great arm. There's no doubt. 
lacking a little touch here and there, but uh, yeah, he's got a good arm. Or accuracy. His mechanics are terrible. Well, you know what? Hey, that 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 throwback pass though. As as Rudd Dog, we were talking about earlier. I I think the one that scored the touchdown for the Jets. Oh, the touchdown. Uh, I think that's an underutilized play in the NFL, especially when you got a guy who can whip the ball. You, you remember Fields did that same thing to us too. He ran left, threw back across the field to an open receiver, and they, mm-hmm. they kind of did the same thing here. You got a guy who can sling the ball like that, and again, we were a half a step late. Joseph seemed a little half a step late on this whole day, to be honest with you. But yeah. uh. Dorothy lined also bit terribly on those bootlegs early on. Early, yes. First half for sure. They were killing us with him. Actually, yeah. I was glad they kind of stopped rolling out him out of the pocket and just kept him in the pocket after a while. He didn't they didn't try like any design like play action rollouts or bootlegs or I was kind of surprised because that was where he seemed to be the best is when he's just running around chucking the ball deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's definitely where they were best today. And, and I mean part of that was uh Akuda did not look great in this game. Yeah, uh, uh, he had his moments though. He made some plays too. But you're right. He had a rough game. A I mean, he had two passes. A lot of people think like he had some bad plays for sure, but I don't think he had a terrible game. Just not his best overall. Yeah, Will Will Harris uh, not didn't look great in this one either. Uh, and it's more the key penalties that are the killer. Will Harris actually oh, so many one. Penalties. Yeah. Um, and then Akuda at the end of the first half. Uh, but I don't put that all on Akuda because why are we playing single coverage when there's like 30 seconds left for them to drive down the field? Like, how is there no help over the top? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I thought that was a very we were, strange defensive call. Agree. We were lucky they didn't score a touchdown right before the half. That that throw to the end zone where Akuda was kind of on him. Uh, yeah, it, a, it looked a slightly like a, better throw as a touchdown. Or or get a better penalty. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't think was... that was really penalty worthy, but it's something that could be called, though. There's no doubt about it. No yeah, yeah it definitely could have gone either way. Yeah, um, for sure. So not Akuda's best game. Uh, so for as bad as the secondary was, they did make one very important play. Oh, the pick? A.K.A. the turnover, baby. Yeah. Right. Too bad our offense can turn it in like, like five yards of offense after that. But uh yeah, so, or that Jerry, yeah. like, what the heck, Jerry? I thought Jerry was like a straight killer, but he, he sees guys coming to tackle him. He's just like, I'm going to dance out of bounds. Like, he's, what is he, Jerry Rice now? Or uh, not Jerry Rice, uh, Showtime. <laughs> Who was that guy? He was kind of a prima. But, like, I thought if he cut that inside, he might have housed it. He had two blockers in front of him. Yeah, but, I'll have to go back and look at it. Hey, hey that's a <laughs> thinking of that. I mean, on that moment, you're talking about Rudd Dog. The, uh, I'm getting off the subject slightly, but... uh. Swift in this game earlier, who had a decent game. He had some good runs, and uh, I'm, I don't want to downplay him too much. But there was a play where uh, he, he had a, a good gainer that was going out to the right, and he cut inside instead of outside where he had Sewell paving the road for him. And he yeah. cut inside and got tackled for a yard short of the first down. I, I question his vision when he's out there sometimes, what, what he's looking at. Uh, you know, I mean, we know how, how talented the the guy is and when he breaks his butt i just got to question his vision on that i really do he would have had at least five i had to throw that in there because i was thinking about <laughs> yeah oh yeah there's ah! but he did run right yeah, out of bounds a... though he could have kept going he did he didn't even try z he could have <laughs> like he had a good he had some a caravan too if he like cuts that inside 
uh, right before he dumps out. Like, I think he scores. Like, yeah, or he like slows down for a moment to get yeah. everybody else to get a block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, but, but I Jerry mean, Jacobs, you know, if you're listening, what what are you doing, man? Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, oh, on that play, how about that 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 coverage scheme? They really baited Wilson. It was like the perfect uh defense for that route that they like if you watch that play uh it, it's will harris up on the line covering the guy to start and he jams him and like shoves him towards the sideline and he continues his route up the sideline and will harris bails with on it for like into coverage and then uh jerry looks like he starts off over another guy but like 10 yards back and like runs back with him at first and lets him go off to kirby and then he sits down in that zone and it looks like the guy running along the sideline is just running free. And that's what, uh, you know, Wilson sees. And but Jerry just, you know, cuts across, makes a beautiful pick. And the rest is history. That was yeah. I, that was just a really cool coverage and, and execution there. Absolutely. Uh, so take and taking advantage of Zach Wilson, uh, who struggled with uh, turnovers and accuracy. Yeah, that wasn't even accuracy. So I was just failing to read the coverage. Hey, but mm-hmm. Wilson was a dangerous guy today. Here's a guy who got benched, mm-hmm. you know, first round draft pick, and uh, he got benched for the last three games, and now he comes back, a chance of redemption. And it's a that's a dangerous guy in a situation like that, you know, because we know he's talented. I mean, he has the talent, he has the arm. It's just uh, for a while he was actually not looking too bad in this game, uh, but we we eventually got to him, so. Uh, we did our job, but I but but I'm just saying he was a he was a dangerous foe today, in this situation. He was so. But we he was frustrating. Of, we took care of business. Uh, it just seemed like every time he just threw the ball up, there was someone there to like jump up and grab it for his team. Uh, it was really annoying. It was <laughs> like, frustrating. It was. <laughs> like Remember one where he, he got like drilled, and then he yeah, like, just, the ball's like a duck, and like oh yeah, the one, I mean, oh that, the the uh, one with I like, heard on or that uh, yeah. yeah. That yeah, was ridiculous. Was like, oh, that was just pure so luck. That was pure. pure luck. Yeah, but sometimes oh. that's what beats you, pure luck. And that worried me a little bit because, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. It just seems like <laughs> that sometimes can't happen. secondary is on their heels and not, you know, breaking on the ball, but kind of like reacting late and stuff. But, hey, you know, they scrapped it together and the one that counted the most. They did. They did. Um, <laughs> but. That that was still one of the wackier plays, actually, but oh, not the wackiest God. play in the NFL today. Uh, uh, since we're doing this live, did you did you guys see the end of the Patriots Raiders game? Yes, I saw that. Oh, oh no, my! Oh, Rod Dog! Oh well, man! Break it down for me. See what happens. I basically there's like three seconds left. They're on their the Patriots are on their own like thirty thirty five maybe. Um. And they just they're they're handing the ball off to just run out the clock. Uh, the Raiders are playing in prevent defense. They're going to take this thing in overtime, right? Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevenson runs it about thirty yards uh, to like the fifty or the forty-five, um, but there's no time remaining. So you just think he's going to fall down. We go to overtime. Nope, he pitches the ball to the guy to the right of him. Okay, because the guy it was right there. It wasn't like a hard pitch. The guy was standing right there. That guy. Proceeds to run backwards 10 yards, try to throw it back to their quarterback (laughs) and the defensive end for the Raiders, who probably hasn't moved in the last five seconds of the game. Chandler Jones, he gets the ball 
and then just throws down the quarterback with one arm and runs into the end zone, and they win the game, <laughs> thirty to twenty-four. Yeah. Oh, the Raiders won. Oh my god. The Raiders won on that play. They're the sh- like they have to be the worst team to bet on right now. Yeah, like, I was just reading an article too. The New England radio announcer calls Patriots dumbest team after boneheaded <laughs> game losing play. It was so <laughs> stupid. Hey, who's their offensive coordinator too? Is this does this yeah. mark the official fall of Bill Belichick? <laughs> I don't even know oh who to. Gosh. I mean, you just got to blame the the player on that. But you got to remind your players, hey, just just fall down. Like, what in the world? I mean, just mind boggling. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. You always think you'd see it all, hey, and then you see something like that. Well, well I, you know, yeah. this isn't quite that <laughs> ridiculous. But is anyone else like, what the hell was Sala or Salas? Sala, the yeah, the head coach, coach Robert the, Sala, Robert Sala thinking. By not calling any timeouts of his three during that final Good moments question. of the game, that like, was a great. Yeah, that is a great question. That was he, like that's a great hell? question. Yeah, like they had they a could, lot more they, time. Just think about it. If they called a couple of those timeouts earlier, they create that. Do they? They don't have to kick with one second left at, with from fifty-eight right. yards. They complete that bomb and they got a chance to like drive a little further. I was just like, well, thanks, I guess. Like. Yeah, exactly. Is that was the kind of dumb shit? Like I felt like Dan Campbell was kind of doing early on, just outthinking himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I don't know, but like I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I can't even think of like a. Oh, th- thank you for bringing up the next point too. Uh, <sighs> the Lions have they, they don't have a kicker they can trust over a forty-five yard field goal right now. <laughs> Michael right. Badgley does not have the leg. And what's his length? What's his farthest on the season? Badgley, I think fifty three yeah. against uh, the Bills yeah. on Thanksgiving. Actually, he did not hit that one right today, like at all. Ew. <laughs> like, that was a terrible kick. I didn't like. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of like the the decision to kick it at the time. It felt kind of like Minnesota Vikings game ish, like a rehash, like fourth and five. Oh, I don't. Their know side of the fifty. Um, late in the game, I would I would have rather they they went for it. I wasn't I was totally okay against it. Because uh, then they gave him great field position. You're right. I'd right, rather they, they punt it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I was mixed Obviously, really easy to say in hindsight, but I didn't like it at the time either because Michael Badgley has not shown a very... He's not been very reliable in, at long he distance. He didn't show that he line. should miss that kick by 10 yards, though, normally. Like, well, he hit yeah. farther kicks. I think that might have been part of Campbell's mindset, though, is to see if this guy can do it. Because... I think in the maybe in practice he has a leg for those kind of things, but he hasn't been doing it in games and that, you know, and he's been ultra accurate uh, from closer in. So, I mean, maybe Campbell wanted to see, see if he could do it or something. I don't know. Who knows what go through, goes through his mind. But uh. I'm, I was fine with the attempt. Like, honestly, anything you do there, you're kind of surrendering the drive. You're either punting or you're going for it. Like you're taking a big chance and like, he just put a chance on his guy who he thought could maybe make it there. And it was right on the edge of his range of what he's done. He, he's proven he could do it. Yeah, maybe well, EJ's right. It was kind of like a, like, let's see what he can do. I think in the offseason, Badgley's got to do like a lot more squats and shit. You know, <laughs> get, get stronger legs, you know, maybe leg curls yeah. and maybe like, you know, uh, you know, like toe curls, calf razors, and things like that. Toe mm-hmm. curls, yeah, all that stuff to get ankle stronger, curls. You know, curls for all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So My- Michael Badgley, uh, yeah, I-, I could see the Lions drafting a kicker next year. It wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, hey, AZ, like Cleveland did that, drafted a kicker in the fourth round, and uh, look how that's helping them. Yeah. Well, so we, we've had good success. Everybody's different kickers or slash punters. So, I mean, there tends to be you when you pay for them in the draft, you tend to get quality. It seems like there's a reason they're there True. and you're willing True to that. spend that month, that capital on them. Yeah. Like, it was Sam Martin. The last kicker we drafted was Nate freeze. That did not work out well. Oh, that's true. I mean, uh, hey, no, that doesn't didn't. all work out. But Sam Martin, we drafted, right? I'm not talking about just kickers, mm-hmm. but and he was pretty good yeah. for a bit. He was, that yeah, big yeah. Just like anything else. Hey, um, hey we haven't talked so, about, it, about the. I'm sorry. You, what, what are we not talking anyway. about, yet, DJ? I was going to get to the playoff standings, but if, if you want to talk about that first, go ahead. What, I want to talk about coaching. Is. We really haven't touched on the coaching so much. Mm. I mean. Uh, I mean, maybe we touched a little bit on uh, Ben Johnson's play call there on that fourth and one or mm-hmm. whatever it was. But uh, I, I want to comment on Campbell, okay? I, I just think that it has to be said. If you if you watch him after the game and stuff, he's he's so aware of he's so aware of what's going on with this team. He senses his team was tightening up. He says, you know, we've been playing loose and yes. free for the last few weeks, you know, and he's he's already sensing this and trying to nip it in the bud. And telling these guys, no, you're 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 tensing up, you're tensing up, you're trying not to lose on it. We can't let this happen. He's so aware of what's going on, and and I think he's going to be able to nip this in the bud a little bit. I just think his hyper awareness of where this team is and where the the pitfalls that are ahead of them, which being tightening up, which these guys will do. They start winning, and all of a sudden they they're getting close to the playoffs. Now they have something to lose, which they never had before, and now and and they're tightening up. And Campbell's recognizing this right now, and. And I'm, and I'm telling you, he's he's addressing it. He's he's attacking this thing. He he knows. I mean, I just I just yeah. want to give him a lot of credit right now. With what he's doing with this team mentally, mm-hmm. and, and I think yeah, it can't it can't be underestimated. So I had to bring that up. I I hundred percent agree, UJ. Like, I think his true. He's like I I've said in the past. Like, I think he has a really high EQ. You know, emotional. Whatever Q, what's the Q and IQ stand for? Quotient, emotional intelligence quotient, or whatever. Yeah, what? Well, like, yeah. And and you can see he's a very intuitive. He goes, he 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 rides a lot on. He 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 uses emotion and senses emotion, and he understands emotion really well. But like, the more I like like guys like Ben Johnson talk about his brilliance and genius, I'm like, this guy is not just smart. Like he doesn't just understand the emotionalist, but he understands things on like a really like intelligent level of just pure intellect like you see it the way he breaks down his team and the steadiness and the precision of his messaging like like look how he he always talks to the press and when he describes his team he's like look we know we can win and that's just you know but like he doesn't say we we expect we're gonna win every game or like we win we know we can win we have the fundamental aspect down that we can win now every game is its own separate battle, but we have the team. It's sort of like his his ship, his deployment, his arsenal, and like just the way yeah. he talks about it. I think it's so precise, it's so smart, and he knows exactly what's going on. And like his vision to me is like you can see it coming now. Like, and do you doubt that this is going anywhere but just up, up, up? Like, regardless of what happens these next three games, 
we know what we have in Dan Campbell and this team, and that's a clear vision and like nothing but excitement ahead. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, you know, Russell yeah. Crowe and Master and Commander, where he had, you know, all the things that went against him, but he always found a way, you know, he just <laughs> just a great leader in tense situations. So yes. I, it's I'm, just I'm so just funny because he's it. like everybody's like MCDC, more City Dan Campbell. He's like a WWE like action figure looking type <laughs> yeah. guy, and it's just so funny, uh, <laughs> right? It is. Um, hey, but you know what? That's the ultimate masculine man. You know, like that's he's not just he's not like some pudgy brainiac. He's not some. He's every aspect of masculinity. Like I'm like this as an example. Like you listen to his his interviews and. And like I would say, like this is the kind of person like I would want my kids to look up to someday. He's strong, he's stoic, he's he's smart, you know. He's he's passionate and he's emotionally, you know, he's very perceptive, and like that's everything masculine. This dude is like he's not that fatty with the pencil in his ear. He, you know, he's he understands discipline on every level, and you can see it the way he lives his life. Like, look at the man. Like, does that man, you know, let himself be? Does he look undisciplined? Like, I don't think so. Dude's shredded. <laughs> like, absolutely. Just, I hey, love it. I, the Campbell press conferences, though, don't you get a kick out of it? Like, he sits there and he, he rubs his arm, goes like this. He, he does his hands like this all the time. This, you know, rubbing his shoulders <laughs> and moves his hat around. <laughs> If you're listening, uh, UJ's up standing. Uh, <laughs> doing I, all these. Anybody who watches his press conference, uh, you got to you know he can't stand still. He just can't. It's impossible. No, <laughs> it's really funny to watch. <laughs> uh, let's dive into the playoff standings. Uh, for okay. A so the, the Lions, uh, their playoff odds increased from 21 percent uh, heading into the weekend. Uh, then the Seattle Seahawks loss increased to the 25%. And then the Lions winning has increased their playoff odds to 42%. Woo! And to think 42. after they were one in six, their odds to make the playoffs were one and a half percent. Pretty wild. Pretty wild what is going on. It's hard to believe. It's like, it's crazy right now. Seven and seven. And they could easily be much, much better uh, without a few heartbreaking losses. Seattle, Miami. They still game. finished ten and seven, like crazy, crazy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's uh let's look at these uh, standings here. So the Lions right now obviously sit seven and seven, tied for uh, eighth with the Seahawks, but the Seahawks have the tiebreaker via the head-to-head matchup uh, in Ford Field. Um, but then sitting right behind or right in front of them at the six and seven seed are is the Washington Commanders and New York Giants. Uh, they're playing right now as we speak. The Giants are up fourteen to three at halftime. That would be an upset. That would move the it, so if that score holds. Wash, uh, New York moves to six seed at seven or eight five and one. Washington would move to seven six and one. Um, and Washington's uh, Washington's got a tough schedule. They play at San Francisco. A San Francisco team that's still trying to go for the two seed because uh, they they're right behind. Then they play Cleveland, and then they play Dallas. So they Sorry, could easily Jake. they could easily lose uh, one of those games. And, and the, the Lions winning out if the Lions went out a quarter five thirty eight, uh, they have a ninety four percent chance to make the playoffs. 
Because then you look at Seattle, a, a team the Lions still have the leap. Uh, they are at Kansas City, a Kansas City team that's still trying to fight for the one seed, so they're going to be trying. Then uh, the, the same New York Jets team that we played today, and then the Rams. So <laughs> they, they probably beat the Rams the last game of the season, but uh, the Jets and KC, those lose are two tough Rams, games. They dude. just got to lose one of those. Uh, of course, and we still have to win out. But And then uh, the Giants... Uh, Giants, Giants. Yeah, I'm sorry. They gotta, are at Minnesota, you know home for Indianapolis, and at Philadelphia. Philadelphia team, they'll probably be resting all their starters at that point. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the uh, the breakdown there of what, uh, you know, we still got some rooting to do. It's not in our control completely. That's but just, we have a chance. We ten, I think we do it. We yeah. went 10, we got this. I don't think, I, I mean, I know things, but I don't think those teams ahead of us have the where uh, fortitude we do. Yeah, and, and I don't so, think they're you know, better I than us. I think people... I finally saw that uh, that Raiders yeah? play. <laughs> oh, you saw it? Okay, it's <laughs> a ridiculous play. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> just so ridiculous. Matt Patricia, I mean, just way to go, man. Stupid. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, I think America wants to see the Lions in the playoffs too. Like th- this is a team that I know a lot of people yeah. are like softly on the band bandwagon uh like i got a lot i, I get a lot of texts from and pe- a lot of cases i'm like the only lions fan a lot of people know in their lives so <laughs> i get well, a lot of texts uh from those yeah. people We're capitalizing like, on hard knocks saying, that's for sure right yeah goodwill for hard knocks like mm-hmm. let's go like this is how you hey well z like, more fans your your father a notorious <laughs> bear fan who just makes fun of the lions all the time mm-hmm. uh he said <laughs> Hey, I'm telling you, this is in a serious moment. He said, you know, if the Lions ever really get good and win, the Lions fans are come out of the woodwork. And he's kind of right. All these people <laughs> seem to be coming out of the woodwork right now. And and I have mixed emotions on it because, like, we've been following them all our lives through every the worst possible shit, you know, year right. after year. And now this success is awesome. I mean, I'm enjoying the hell out of it, but. It's like all these we're people seven coming out seven. of the woodwork. It's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the national, you know, I saw someone gushing. You know, it just, I'm sorry, but it it just kills me sometimes. <laughs> I I saw someone like saying, "Oh, you know, if if you didn't like, if you're getting on now, you're too late. Like, if you didn't, if you dropped off, like, I don't care. Come one, I don't come care all. either. Yeah, support our team. Energy, yeah, Get energy, baby. I know. I agree." Like goodwill, goodwill is worth more than people realize. And like the more people who want success for this team, the better. Uh, I'll take it all. Yeah, everything people are willing to provide. Hey, wh- you know, what's our energy- first? Uh, what's our first celebrity sighting going to be for the Lions game? You know, what big celebrity is going to be out there? At, uh, you might. You mean besides Tim Allen? Slim Shady. <laughs> well, yeah, but Tim Allen has been a Lion. Ke- Everyone's kind of Ke- Michael that, Keegan, but. or was it P- Michael I Keegan? He, he's One been around them. for a while too. The past yeah, few years. Yeah. Yeah, they're not bandwagoners, but we're gonna get Jack. Yeah. I bet like John Cusack or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, like right. the guy yeah, that's like Sarah is... McLaughlin, and she does a a song I add for us. He's <laughs> lying. Oh my god, <laughs> Kid Rock, he's a Lions fan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Kid Rock's a Lions fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen him or Eminem. You know, where where are all these? Slugs? Well, Eminem was on Hard Knocks, you know, promoting his spaghetti company. So I know, right? <laughs> oh my god a uh, lot of fun a lot of fun so th- th- just look out for that uh, it, it it would suck too if the Lions don't make the playoffs but a team like the Bucks 
uh, make the playoffs who are currently oh six and God. eight. And then you got right now. They the, suck. Uh, Unfortunately, the, we can't help the Panthers overtake them next. Week. The NFC South is hilarious. The Bucks at six and eight um, are winning that division right now. And then, and then the Panthers, Saints and Falcons are right behind them at five and nine. Ridiculous. The Panthers, who fired their coach mid-season, could still make the playoffs. Z, you know your or Z or UJ, I forget which one of you was talking about. Like the oh UJ and the tightness. Like speak of like the epitome of that before yesterday or fr- whatever it was. The Vikings, like yeah, they've been like they've been struggling so hard to clinch the division despite like they they've been they keep psyching themselves out like a little bit and well until they pull off that ridiculous game but like you can see that tension and we 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 kept it going by not letting them get it at home in detroit maybe yeah yeah absolutely well this has been fun uh the lions uh, like we mentioned it wasn't a pretty game by any means but a win is a win is a win gritty is a win is a win and that says a lot about. Hey, our like, slogan wasn't pretty, Z. It was grit. <laughs> grit. Yes, grit. Pretty grit. wins will be next year. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for <laughs> this listening. This going to be our motto. Wanted... Pretty wins. Yeah, next year, pretty wins. <laughs> 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 we want to thank uh we want to thank sideline report sidelinereport.com for hosting the podcast. Always greatly appreciate that. Go check out their articles. They write a lot of good stuff, especially, you know, it's a lot more fun to read this stuff when the Lions are winning, too, by the way. Oh it's goodness. fun not to start reading about draft position and stuff this time yeah. of year. We're talking about playoffs and winning football and Ooh. building culture. It's so much more playoffs. fun. Playoffs. Um so we go check that out. deserve this, man. <laughs> this is um, great. Instagram the table, baby. Instagram at drinking the blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at drinking lions. I put on Twitter today, uh, shortly after the game, like you haven't started drinking the Kool-Aid. Start now. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, like kind of going along with what Rud Dog was saying. Like more energy the better. Um oh, yeah. come on, baby. And we want to thank our producer, of course, Kid 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 J. J. Right. Oh, man. God, we need to harmonize. But anyway. and then, yeah. So, well, we if you've made it this far in the podcast as well, we always greatly appreciate that. Because it always Real tends to slightly go off the rails we by the end. Love um, you. We love you. But we... We You're truly you. drinking a Kool-Aid if you stuck all the way through, and we greatly appreciate the listeners. We love you. Uh, e- even if you just listen for we some. We love well. you. We appreciate all the listeners. So, and, and uh, please download this, uh, the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify. <laughs> um, subscribe, leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. But otherwise, oh, yeah. thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back uh, later this week. Um, actually, keep an eye on our social media. We might be doing a live one, and then... We'll obviously post the podcast after we do it live. Still TBD you. on that, but uh, a lot of fun. And we, yes, we love you all. Love you more. So, so much. Thank love you, everybody, so for much. listening. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 Down the field, a charging team that will not yield. 
And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain Alliance victory. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 